0: gentlemen boys and girls welcome to shark brain the podcast about creativity in the modern world i am your host jake newton thank you for tuning in thank you for clicking on the button thank you for allocating your time towards me and my ramblings what's going on how are you this week on the show we've got my name is you indie darlings hipster duo married to each other really convenient for touring hey honey you want to go on vacation sure do you want to get paid for it all right do you want to do the thing that we love absolutely works out perfectly smart the way they did it we had a great conversation came in here today actually i'm recording my bumper for the show this conversation i'm having right now on the same day that i did the interview so it's nice and fresh in my mind why am i doing that Typically, I'll do it the night before, little conversations, little tete-a-tete that I have with you and the imaginary voice of the audience out there, you in the ephemera. Well, this week I'm going to be in New York City, this weekend I should say, and so I'm not going to be with my normal rig. I'm not going to be able to edit and do all the things that I need to do to be able to make sure that the podcast happens, so I... I'm front-loading this baby. I'm getting it done before it needs to get done. What do you think of that, huh? I'm responsible. I'm getting things done. Now it's just a matter of filling out all my tax forms. Gotta go through that. Gotta make that happen. Gotta not worry about it too much. Gotta not let it build up in the back of my mind like some bizarre leviathan taking form and shape of all the worries in my life into one huge golem of danger and anxiety clutching at my throat trying to cut off the air supply. Air supply, that's a great band. Holy shit, I need to cut the coffee down. All right. We're breathing. We're taking we're taking a calm, calm, calm look at the world and realizing that it's not as anxious as you think it is. It is because you've got a pound of caffeine coursing its way through your body. You are not going to die. Well... Yes, you are going to die. But not now. Not in the foreseeable future. Not not anytime soon. I hope. Maybe. I don't know. Infinite oceans of possibility are surrounding me. Oh, God. Anyway, let me extricate myself from that weird turnstile. How are you guys doing? Thank you so much for all the feedback we keep getting about the show. It continues to be... One of the most fun things that I do, and to boot, entirely mine. Autonomous. Answering to no man. Feels good. Everyone should have a little piece of that. So what have I been doing this week? Playing, writing, continuing to work on the record, scrapping stuff, building something up, knocking it down. It's like a weird, bizarre, uh, anaphylactic, shocked version of Jenga that I play. Build it up, build it up, build it up, hate self, knock it down, build it up, build it up, build it up, don't be as hard on yourself, just doubt the process and take a few pieces away, deconstruct, it's it's not linear, that's that's the creative process, at least it's my creative process, I mean, can you imagine if people who built houses got quote unquote more creative about it, it would be a nightmare, alright, and we'd all live in some weird bizarre shaped wigwam, Anyway feeling weird today, guys, and you're going to have to just uh, deal with it, because again, you know, you have an infinite ocean of entertainment available to you, and you decided to click on my channel, so deal with it. My wife's been out of town, she's been uh, visiting her folks in Montana, and so when the cat's away, the mice will eat like garbage. That is absolutely where I'm in the middle of. I don't know what it is, every single time my wife goes out of town, I have Taco Bell, And every single time, without fail, same result, I feel like somebody lit me on fire and threw me down a hill. That is exactly what eating Taco Bell is to me. You know what eating Taco Bell is to me? It's the slowest form of suicide that I have ever heard of. It is honest to goodness, like taking tiny, tiny bits of poison and sprinkling them over the top of MSG, which in and of itself is poison. And yet, for some reason, I'm locked into this weird hamster wheel that every single time my wife goes out of town, every single time I get a little bit of time to myself, I become autonomous, the single guy again. Like, what am I going to do with my day? I could do anything. I don't have a regular job. I'm an independent contractor. I can seek the world. I can watch whatever I want to watch on TV. I can burn through ten albums of Comedy Central's uh, live at the bloobity flobity That's That's my whole bit. But... Every single time, mind you, every time, I go and I get two Mexi-Melts and then something else, a wild card, I throw it in there. I've taken to not getting a soda with it because, hell, I have standards, even I do, when I'm in the middle of my weird garbage dump truck bacchanalian fart fest that is Taco Bell. And this is not to knock Taco Bell. I mean... Listen, they do work. It's not necessarily good work. I'm not going to like come up against a multinational food chain and, and do that thing. And my little sister did a commercial for them. I can't knock them for what they do for stoners around the world. And what they do for people in low income who want a nice night out of the town. And this is not a hyperbole. We were so poor that going out to Taco Bell was a luxury growing up. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's, in the darker recesses of my mind, a tiny little reward for continuing to be alive. For making it past all the whips and the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, to quote Hamlet, in a soliloquy about Taco Bell. Holy shit, we flew too close to the sun on that one. I gotta dial it back again, that coffee cranking it up my brain. All right, all right, bringing it in. So, I don't know what it is. I've got a lot of single friends who are doing the Tinder thing, who are doing the 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 app internet date thing, and bemoan the fact that they are so lonely and 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 cry havoc and let loose the dogs of sadness whenever they bring that up and and you know what my spirit goes out to you guys i I don't know what I would do in in a world in which I could just have access to fifteen twenty, thirty people at a moment's notice who are looking for love in one might say all the wrong places. I I have no idea what that world looks like. All I know is that who was around you? Who did you know? Let's go to a bar. Let's find girls that look like they're nice and talk to them and try to get them to marry us. Um, So, yeah, my heart goes out to you guys. That's what I'll say about that. I do know that if I were single in this environment, I would smell like Taco Bell. No, I'm not even going to go down that road. Let's keep it real, guys. I say all this to say that for the moment, I am unfettered by a family within my home. It's just me here. And left to my own devices, I eat suicidally. Is that the word? Is that the proper term? I eat with abandon and with no standards. Maybe that's why men who are married live longer because their wives smack garbage out of their hands that they want to put in their mouths and create indigestion with, that is absolutely, probably a fact. Absolutely, probably. Really making some definitive uh, declarations there, Jake. Anyway, stop kicking your own ass, Jake. Just get to the intro of the interview with My Name Is You. Brandon Walters and Ann Williamson, married couple, delightful people. You want to get to know them. You get to know them in this. If you know them already, you find out a few other things about them. Their band, My Name Is You, is phenomenal. I've known Brandon for a very long time, playing with Greg Laswell and uh, just being around town, being uh, an incredible guitar player, and an incredible piano player. The two of them together... Making musical babies, I don't know when they're actually going to make actual babies. I'm not going to put that on them. But now that I mentioned it, their parents are probably going to pressure them even more. Sorry, guys. This is what happens. You're married. It's part of the deal. It's like you register for that, and then you register for guilt from parents about procreation and carrying on the line. It's all hegemony, man. It's hegemony, bro. Listen, I can't be trusted with anything that I'm saying because I'm so twacked out on chemicals i got enough caffeine in me to kill a Clydesdale. I've got enough Taco Bell in me to rot a hole in the bottom of Fort Knox. It's a beautiful life! Anyway, without further ado, let's get to the interview with the one and only, my name is you, on the one and only, your favorite podcast, Sharkbrain.
1: I, I actually started using Pro Tools because we do things so fragmented and we like, we'll track drums. Uh-huh. Like, at, at a friend's, at, at Clay's place where you've, you've worked before. Yeah. And, um, and I just hated having to like, you know, bounce stems and take things over that. I just like wanted to be able to just bring in a session and work from a session. And, yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of like the, like, why I did it so that I, I could have the knowledge of it. But um, we did most of our work up till then in Logic. So yeah. that was where I felt more comfortable. But actually, after making the switch, I kind of prefer editing and things like that in Pro Tools. Okay,
0: um, yeah, man. Absolutely. I it, it Definitely. Yeah. You know, that's what it's there for.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like them both equally. And, <laughs> Anne likes them both equally. Because um... I don't. <laughs> so doesn't affect the idea.
1: Um, uh, the, one of the first times Anne tracked me singing uh, at our studio at home, she like sat down at the computer. She was like, I like showed her what to do and like yeah. what to click and what to press, and she was and like, "I
2: was super excited."
1: She was super excited, and she said, "Like, does this does this mean I'm your producer?" And I just said, "Whatever, don't don't knock anything over." <laughs> <laughs> we
2: were figuring out where we could use that maybe in a yeah. hidden track or right. something. Right, yeah,
1: whatever, don't knock it over. Just There's, don't knock anything what, over. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't knock anything over.
0: <laughs> well, guys, thanks for hey. coming in. I really appreciate Dude, you. of course, man. yeah
1: i got I gotta say before we jump into anything that um it's really cool, you're like the first one of our like circle of friends to like do this uh-huh. and I'm like i'm I'm sort of a big fan of the genre if it's a genre and podcast podcast, yeah, yeah, um, and so this is really cool that you do this, and uh when I was on the road last fall, um there were a couple of long, cold, lonely nights uh-huh. when. I would just throw on shark brain and listen to my friends talk. And it was like I was at home and listening yeah. to my friends in a, you know, trying to get at a, a party or something. Yeah, trying to get really a word nice. in edgewise. It you was really right? nice to fall asleep <laughs> with you guys in my ear every night. Awesome. And it was yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Anyway, t- so it's very cool, man. That's
0: what it's there. We're doing the good work. We're You're doing the good work. We're, we're, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, man. We're getting it. Yeah. We're removers and shakers. Yeah, of course. So you guys met in college, yeah? We, Is this thing on? I'm right. just kidding. Testing, <laughs> testing. One, two, two, two. Hot
2: mic. Yes. We met in college. Um, at Point Loma, uh-huh. Nazarene University, and where not... some of your other, uh, podcast guests have probably been from too. Yeah. I think
1: I, I, yeah. Only John
0: probably, right? I only mean, John. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to get Laz in here. Yeah. 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 I'm going to New York this weekend. So oh, nice. So I'm try man. to grab him. I don't know. Give him yeah. more,
1: regards. Yeah.
0: Oh. Well. So, yeah, that's, uh. That's Point Loma. That what, the decision to go to Point Loma it's a very interesting one because they, mm. they come in hard and fast with the whole it's right by the beach. And right, like, yeah. Well, what yeah, kind yeah, of programs do you have? And like, it's right by the beach. It's, yeah. it's the right by the beach kind of program. Which yeah.
2: I think really does sum up our experience of yeah. it because um uh I mean it was it was a great music programme. We really enjoyed being there and we met a bunch of people, but we were back at the campus last week and it was just like here. whoa guys yeah. we it's we were here at school for four years no wonder we didn't get much work done
1: there yeah. are a handful of friendships and actually um it's it's funny the amount uh for such a small place and yeah. for it not being like known as a music program i mean it, it, it was uh, you know uh, I, I won't bash the program because I, I learned a lot but for not being like you know a world-renowned music program it is amazing um the number of folks that sort of made it up here and are doing mm-hmm. you know things in the field that came from there um yeah but, it was a good group know.
2: of people mm-hmm. even though we all a lot of us had a it was an accident kind yeah. of story yeah. about how yeah. i ended up yeah there.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah um and ann's not from around here obviously yeah, yeah. As
0: a, as I, was gonna, as I was gonna try to place the accent is it northern <laughs> washington yeah that's correct yeah. Yeah. south
1: south texas yeah south texas. i
2: actually i had a place or i was um uh, on track to probably go to the Royal School of Music in Glasgow, mm-hmm. and I went there with a bunch of other kids from music things in my high school, and the open day was a gray day in Glasgow uh-huh. and the building's very gray, and I love Glasgow, but I mean the whole city is built with gray stone, mm-hmm. and I had in the back of my head this other campus option uh-huh. which was I'd been offered a music scholarship and a um academic scholarship. And it still wasn't gonna be free as it would have been in the UK, but it was also awesome.
0: It was not grey. It was not grey. Yeah, it it gray. certainly yeah. was yeah. not. Maybe yeah. for two hours in the morning and then it burns off and then you go eat a taco. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. We um we you know, I still run into people when I'm down at um we go to the campus sometimes for things. My brother works there. Well, both of
1: Anne's brothers went there previously before her older brother. Okay, yeah. so, they, so they were the so trailblazers. They you know, right. that was would send how these she knew of it place. Yeah. Right,
2: and yeah. so I still run into people there, and we say, hey, do you realize that this was probably the most prime real estate any of us will ever live on? <laughs> you know, it's kind of yeah. sad when you look at it that way, but at least we had a shot at yeah. ocean, ocean yeah. front living. Yeah.
1: There's an adjunct guitar professor who uh, also was like really influential on me uh, when I was there in college. College and he um only taught there because um he it got him the parking pass so that he could drive down and park <laughs> close to the beach because he liked to surf. Yeah. And so, like uh, the reason he adjuncted there is because he had yeah. like it gave him like prime. It's just parking. so
0: quintessentially yeah. San Diego. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely that yeah. he, his entire <laughs> like ten hours of his week yeah. would be bound up in that. Yeah. yeah, I
2: didn't. I didn't surf, but I did get to know what a good surf day was. Yeah. by the fact that I would go to class and if it was like psychology 101, (laughs) the class was basically empty. Everyone that looked like a surfer Mm. was not in class that day. (laughs) And so then that's how, because of that, I got used to what good surf looks like.
1: Uh I'm ashamed (laughs) to admit this, but Anne actually signed me into a couple of biology classes the last year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't,
2: I don't think that needs to go public. Listen,
1: I understand. I'm i
0: I'm, I cheated off of Heather's test. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. She was a much better student. Open. I don't
1: think this, yeah, I don't think this is, uh, I don't think anyone's going to be doing the hard they're math. Not... Plus, the, the the university never gave me a degree. Yeah. So it's I, not I, not I didn't like, get any yeah, it They, f- like they me
2: gave up. me one <laughs> by yeah. the skin of my teeth. Oh, so man. I got I the same situation.
1: Scared. I got, like, Heather got the degree, and I said, you know what, maybe yeah. not. No, yeah. Yeah. I did the amount of time that. It would take to get a degree, but I, <laughs> but I um, um, was off, off on the season. road yeah, before I could finish. Yeah, so, that,
0: yeah, that's the difficulty about our profession is that no matter what you get, you're like, well, you can have something to fall back on. I'm like, right. Not really. Maybe yeah, I could have yeah. something that I could try to get to fall back on. Sure. You know,
1: right. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And also, and also, doing it um, with the intent of like becoming a professional musician, as far as like going out and touring, so much of that is just based off relationships. Yeah. And there are a million people that can play. Uh, uh, you know, um, some of these uh, the guitar parts that, that I end up playing a lot of the time, but it's like it ends up being like who the people want to be with 90% of the time. Because yeah. So much of it is not playing music. It's the hang. And if I had I, I, like taken a semester off to go like finish and get in a degree and then be like, hey guys, I got this piece of paper, it'd yeah. be like,
2: yeah, I feel like a lot of people's story is okay, my parents would probably really appreciate. Me finishing and sending them a picture holding a diploma. Mm. But Brandon's senior year, he was on the road touring, yeah, and right. so what was he gonna just cancel that for a, another semester to get right. piano mm. proficiency and the yeah. few units he still <laughs> yeah. needed? Biology and they were mostly one and electives.
1: I had no. I, I enjoyed yeah. doing the music stuff, but I mm. knocked out most of that. It was like I think it's like a second language and yeah. the science or something. Two sciences, I think.
0: Yeah, I've got uh, I've got math. I think that yeah. needs happen and like a few few other yeah. things that you know are essential to my life as a person. Which, totally, you know, it's man, probably, it's totally. It's that you know, little piece inside my heart that I don't have because I didn't take health class in, right. in a Christian college, which is, yeah. you know, abstinence is the only way. It's <laughs> that. That's all they do. It's it's just, the hard-hitting, yeah, the hard-hitting. The health let's, let's go back a little bit, guys. Yeah, uh, when you it. started uh, playing music, we'll start with Anne, respectively. You you were like a little guppy, baby playing music, right? It was almost a new Yeah, era.
2: well, yeah, so my, uh, my dad uh, has never been a professional musician, but he's always played music so he actually his family went to a church that um the organist was his piano teacher and died when my dad was or actually maybe he didn't die don't worry he's not he's not listening maybe he's still alive but he um uh he died in our our souls but he um (laughs) no for whatever happened for health reasons he was he just had to retire Mm -hmm. and my dad was 12 and took over so from 12 my dad became the musician of this church leading them on organ and things and so that's Always, always what he's done. He plays lots of weddings. He's never taken a payment. Mm -hmm. When I, in college, was supporting myself by playing weddings, he was shocked that I would take a check. And I was like, well, I'm trying to make a living doing this, which is something he never did. It
0: was just like his duty. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. So he he played and um, my mum sings and played guitar. And so their rule was we all had to take piano lessons Uh from seven until we weren't allowed to quit until we were 15. And
1: there were five of them. Wow. Oh, gosh. <clears> Including five a of twin. Us. So we
2: quit. weren't allowed to quit until we were 15, which, um, you know, there was probably a few years of just in a row where I wanted yeah. to stop, but I wasn't.
0: Yeah. I'm just trying to work out the logistics of when you actually get required piano time. Yeah. Five people, sure. you this know. True. all with on similar schedules. This
2: is true. And also my dad, uh, when he wasn't traveling, a business would just come home and sit down at the piano yeah. too. still does. So, okay. so it was... Um, there was always a lot of music in. I actually continued until... I mean, I didn't ever quit.
1: Yeah. And also, your oldest brother and sister are like uh, plus 10 years older oh, than you two. yeah. So they, they weren't, they weren't five of like,
2: us the same age. Yeah, I All, yeah. all,
1: that's all that's
0: huddled something. around, like trying to get <laughs> some rock modern off time in there. Yeah. <laughs> you take that register. I'll take this register. Yeah. Uh, but
2: my... Yeah. Um, so, all my siblings still play to some extent. Uh-huh. So, my two brothers one of them is employed in music mm-hmm. and one of them like my dad just does it right. as a hobby and then um uh one of my sisters taught for a while mm-hmm. and everyone's still involved involved and this yeah. is
0: all in the, the highlands of scotland or is right, it right yeah, yeah,
2: yeah rural scotland yeah. so very very beautiful part yeah. of the world. Okay okay yeah.
1: yeah. And then Brandon, you started playing when? I started playing really young too. I um I before I could remember, every year for Christmas I'd get this like plastic um, guitar microphone thing. Uh-huh. At, like at, like age four or five, they yeah. would give me this thing and it would break by February. But I, like every, I would just ask for it again every year, even uh-huh. though I knew that it broke. <laughs> so when I was like six or seven, my parents got me a like little three quarter inch classical guitar, uh-huh. and um I started. I think I, because I wasn't big enough to hold a real guitar. And so I started kind of taking lessons around seven or eight um, and didn't always love it. I um, would threaten to, my mom had, thankfully, my mom had this like deal where I had to take lessons for a full year. Mm -hmm. If I was going to do it, I had to say, I had to have to commit to a whole year Mm -hmm. And so, like halfway through every year, I'd be like, "This is stupid. I'm gonna quit. I don't. I don't get this." My would Like, okay, that's fine. We can talk about it at the end of the year. And then mm-hmm. by the time the year came around, yeah, just keep doing it. That's so. that's and weird. a little bit of piano in there too. But yeah, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I I'm very jealous of uh, people who were actually stuck with the piano and went all the way through with it. I am too. Yeah, definitely. Because it it seems as though, and I've used this allegory before, mm-hmm. but when. If if you use every single instrument as say a writing instrument so mm. to speak you know and there's a different term for that that makes it less confusing when you're explaining it on the radio but I'm not going to go for it there <laughs> but if you consider like a guitar as a quill pen and you like and maybe um, other instruments you know mandolins maybe more like a ballpoint pen a piano in and of itself is a typewriter it's universal right. you, you can you can yeah. go with ease and speed right. and it's and you can translate to all the other instruments absolutely it and, is, so, yeah. Yeah. and so yeah and so half the time I when I every time I go to sit down and play the piano I think like there's got to be like a MIDI guitar that I could do instead of this <laughs> that would just make my life so much easier. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I am um,
2: I agree but I also having come from um I studied violin for a bit, I studied clarinet but mm-hmm. mostly it was piano and it by the end, you know, I was uh, taking exams and it was intense enough that that was really the only instrument i was concentrating on yeah and when we're on the road and i'm lugging this giant keyboard that's bigger <laughs> than me around <laughs> i wonder why i didn't just learn guitar yeah. yeah because you can put it on your back and mm-hmm. go anywhere it's and... the
0: social instrument i mean yeah. you, can, you can go like totally. hey guys sitting around on campfire want here. jason moran's song here we go we're yeah, yeah.
2: Go. that's it and also um and sometimes... the amount of
1: the amount of time you're just you're having to spend in isolation to become a really good piano yeah. player it's very as opposed anti-social... to guitar you can just you know yeah be guitar guy at the party yeah you know. yeah
0: you go like i've got a style about yeah. it you know it, yeah yeah piano's kind of binary in that way right
2: and i feel sometimes like a second class musician when we have to backline <laughs> uh-huh. because all that everyone else is backlining is a little piece of non-essential gear <laughs> uh-huh. and i'm learning a new keyboard right uh-huh. bef- for soundcheck right before a oh, show right. oh, and i wish i could just um but but i am very grateful in other senses that piano is my instrument hmm
0: yeah, I I just got a gig um, doing keys for That's a right. band, and it's you're telling me that. Oh, me. God. oh, cool. Yeah, it's but <laughs> we had a main stage conversation. Some... A main stage conversation. Yeah, and to there's there are t- moments where I'm 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 playing around, and on one tune they want me to do like with with a half measure to go from doing a pad part into. Playing uh, like the guitar, and sure. like it's one of those things where it's like I finally get to do the thing that I'm good at, which right, is playing guitar. Right, and right. every time I fuck it up because I'm trying to I'm trying to play this piano part, and it's yeah. got my head all twisted. Right. And it's and uh, but you're right, the backline thing, and and like they go like, hey, let's just play this song. And you're like okay, one second. I just have to work that patch in, sure. figure out like the attack and all this yeah. other sort of stuff, sure. and dial it in. Yeah. It's really, really intensive. Yeah. yeah.
1: And learning the keyboard in a sense like that, where you're like almost an auxiliary role, because I've mm-hmm. sort of been like the last couple of years been living in. That that space too, is uh, is a, almost an instrument in and of itself that you have to learn because you yeah. have to learn how to like organize your set and you have uh-huh. to find like the sounds and it's amazing what you can do but it's also not as like quick as like well, let me just plug this guitar yeah. in and I'm ready to go oh we're in kind seat of playing it. yeah and The main stage is really like amazing and what it's and and how sort of easy it is to like jump in and use it but mm-hmm. it's but it's not like yeah. with no yeah, you know it, latency
0: yeah it's a house of cards man. yeah it's, absolutely it's a, it's a delicate balance so when you guys yeah. were in
1: college yeah you. Uh, you when did you get together? Like as far as you know, you guys were friends before. We were friends. Um we, we didn't start making music together until afterwards. Um only in the last couple of years. Yeah,
2: we were in a couple of bands together right. through college. But not things but were on. It wasn't until um after college I went back to Scotland. Mm-hmm. And that was when we both um we neither of us had ever written music before. So we yeah. were both always um uh, just playing in other people's bands. Yeah. But scratch the word just cuz I don't think that's just. We were playing in other We were playing band. in other mm-hmm. people's bands. yeah, And um we decided to start writing music together, which right. was a nice um additional thing. We were sending stuff back and forth and mm-hmm. getting really excited about our Yeah, when we collaboration. were
1: working on the first EP that we did, um we would like uh when we sort of had the songs up and we realized like we needed to like retrack one of Anne's vocals. I was like in London doing some promo with Josh, mm-hmm. who you've had on here, um, and Anne like would fly down to London, and we would just set up a vocal booth in the hotel room, like <laughs> in the closet of a hotel <laughs> in a room. Yeah. With uh, I uh, yeah, I had like a pad it out with like dressing robes and stuff. Nice. <laughs> Put the mattress up mm-hmm. and, and we need and more towels the vocal. up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was really fun. But yeah, that was a um, that was definitely like a, Anne had this batch of songs that she sent me the like, Garage Band versions of, and I would sort of build them. at... Home in L.A. and she'd be in Scotland and we'd be... Kicking stuff back and forth. Yeah, why
2: weren't we talking earlier about the merits of GarageBand versus Pro Tools and Logic? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Anne's platform, Anne's Daw is, uh, yeah, is GarageBand. GarageBand? Hey, you she's know, she's a whiz. I think she, uh... it's great. <laughs> I'm a whiz. I know all
2: the shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> it does everything I need it to do, and not a thing more. And I mean. Not a thing more. Yeah, yeah man, that's it's a... taking all the choice away. I mean, <laughs> you really like it that
0: way? Yeah, that's the problem with it. With the infinite ocean of choices, you just get bound up on yeah. too many, too many options. You know? I
1: will say another another reason that uh, now Logic is sort of our like our our almost great negotiator or like our go-between is because Anne will start something in GarageBand and it's so much easier to import it into Logic before mm-hmm. we like do some work on it and then get it into Pro Tools so Logic is now sort of our like yeah. middleman. man yeah, in, in the process it's, yeah, so yeah it's, it's, exactly. it's the new language yeah. for everybody yeah. to do Yeah, yeah.
0: that's interesting. so why did you go back to uh, Scotland afterwards it was just uh, um, like Uncle just, Sam Uncle Sam Uncle Sam
2: yeah no I had um, I came in on a student visa yeah. and it was for five years uh-huh. and the short version of that is I um, so the fifth year is supposed to be a work visa, yeah. And the first half of that fifth year, I was in Kenya,
1: uh-huh.
2: so I went there to teach music in a school, and like you do, like you do. <laughs> and I was working in an orphanage it was a great experience. But while I was gone, they changed the rules on the visa, uh-huh. so I was allowed to come back to the states. But when I got a job, uh, they needed to do a background check on every single workplace because so many people had got a fake job that let yeah. me stay and mm-hmm. translate into a work visa so they set an appointment to come and visit my job and the appointment was for four months after my visa expired uh. so that follows up you know i basically just asked okay so what happens if uh, my visa expires and you haven't come to check yet oh, yeah, you're going to be in a lot of trouble if you aren't gone by then. Mm. So I basically stayed for the whole six months. And with, like, two weeks to go in the visa, I just had to get a ticket back to Scotland. So that was what I did. So I was in Scotland for another four years. Oh, man. Worked in the great industry of insurance. Ah. And um, it actually was really fun in a... I felt like I was living within a Ricky Gervais documentary every day. (laughs) So I I, I did actually very much... Not enjoy the experience, but um, take much fun from the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that was what we did until I got back to the States. But well, that
0: had to be maddening. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. y- Brandon, you were on the road. I was on the road... Um... So you would have seen her just as much as you would have <laughs> And I
1: actually think, like, in 2010, when you were still there, Josh had just signed a deal with Warner UK and in the That's rest a, of the world.
2: That's at Joshua Raiden on at Instagram. At Joshua Raiden. At That's Joshua, at
1: Joshua Raiden. Um <laughs> And so we were actually... I think we were in the UK more than we were in the States that year, yeah. in 2010. And so we... Um, I think I saw more of you than if you were living in the States, probably. True. Because anytime. We were we would go there to do promo or anything. I would always fly out a week early or stay a week late. Yeah,
2: and, and they lived happily ever after. Yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah uh, but yeah, it was definitely it was certainly like um, interesting. Yeah. all those years. So. I
2: actually I have, so I have two sisters who live in Scotland still. Yeah, they've got a bunch of kids, and it was in a lot of ways a really good time to be back in scotland mm-hmm. so i made the most of it and i saved every yeah. single paycheck because i really really wanted to come back to the states yeah and have a shot of being a musician and so and um the you know there's some opportunity in scotland for that but mm-hmm. not in the way that in la you can be playing a show every week if you want yeah. you know that's sure. not that's not happening in scotland. Yeah.
0: unless you want to set up in the corner of a pub <laughs> yeah. right right right, right it's a different scene yeah.
2: so so i saved every paycheck and i made the most of it and then i uh Uncle Sam let me back in again. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> I remember when you, when you guys were going through all that, it was you, oh, like man. every time you just looked like these soldiers that had come back from war. Oh, like, yeah. you yeah, like, and so we what's had, going on? And you're like, oh, my God.
2: Yeah, we had this like frustrating year where um, I applied for a work visa and mm. the waiting period was supposedly six weeks. It's uh-huh. so like, okay, great. And we made plans for, let's go to South by Southwest. Let's do all these things because I'll have a work visa it will be legal. Mm-hmm. And uh, the six weeks ended up being six months. Oh. So it was six months until I got my interview oh. and um, just all of that. And it's expensive. And mm. it made me wish I'd just become a lawyer instead of a musician. <laughs> yeah. Because they are making a good amount of money for... Not in, in the work visa situation, not really much work at yeah.
0: all. So, really, you it you have to ap- apply barristers, lawyers, the whole thing, to get in the country? You can't really, just you're say, not, like, here's the form, there you go? Yeah, my, you're really
1: not taken seriously unless you yeah, have a lawyer. My brother
2: had the experience. He, um, he has a green card, but when he was already married to an American, and I think they at least had one kid, uh-huh. he was still on work visas every year because he just had been. So, he finally mm. got around to applying for the green card, applied himself because his first language is English. Mm-hmm. And he has a master's degree. He was employed by and a church, so, too. He was a minister. Yeah, well, he, he, was still, he was a religious minister. <laughs> and um, he... It's true. Yeah. He's not exactly like a stereotypical bad yeah. guy. And anyway, he applied himself and... Um, the, the application expired, which is that they didn't get to it for a year and a half, but uh, they did cash the check for the fee. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. um, he did that twice uh-huh. before he finally got a lawyer involved. Mm-hmm. And I, fa- I finally understood when I got my green card, um, f- uh, forms filled out by a lawyer, the bottom half of every page basically is lawyers details if lawyer involved. Uh-huh. And so if you're working in an immigration office and you get a form and there's no lawyer involved, mm-hmm. Put it at the bottom of the stack because you're expecting probably there's mistakes, uh-huh. and yeah. then you go to the next one. Yeah. So, so really, it's it's very hard to do without mm. a lawyer's stamp of approval. Yeah. I
1: also feel like um, it because you've always been one step ahead, almost, of people who work in the like in the field of like knowing the, who should know the rules. Uh-huh, Wait, is what you're
2: going to say going to be um, legally? No, it's totally fine. Okay, right. I feel like...
1: No, I, no, it's totally fine. No, I feel there's like... There's some things that can't be said. No, I feel like always you're... Yeah, there's there's a bit... There's a, there's a closet of skeletons. <laughs> Renegades. Um, no, I always feel like you do more research and know more about the process than they do. Oh, and yes. so you ask questions like, oh, is this going to be affected? Like, do I need to leave? And then there, someone's like, I don't know Oh about yeah. Guys. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you should... Yeah, you should uh, probably. Yeah. Like, people whose job it is to know the code, it like, it needs to be overhauled, and it My, needs to just yeah. be
2: a... Black yeah and white my my most frustrating experience was any time I had to call the American Embassy mm-hmm. in London for anything, and so they say, Okay, it's one pound per minute that you're online, and it takes ten minutes before someone answers, and then you ask a question and it's just an intern or someone who's like working in the embassy well, I'm for the sure summer what I can do. yeah, and then you're on hold for another fifteen minutes and really and then and then they'll come back and say, Yeah, we don't really have a really an official answer on that." question so for example when I was in Kenya I was there for six months Uh and my visa said um, that I shouldn't be gone for more than three to six months Uh so my question was well three to six months is a difference of three months so do I need to come back in three or am I okay till six and that was like I don't even know how many pounds spent on hold Uh. they didn't know the answer and so because no one really knew they said it's down to the discretion of the customs agent who takes me back into the country, he might say, oh, you should have been back three months ago. Yeah. Or he might say six months is fine. Yeah. So because that was the official answer, um, I halfway through my Kenya trip flew to, from Nairobi to Boston because <laughs> it was the cheapest, shortest flight, which is still not cheap or short. Uh-huh. And um, spent one day in Boston, got my visa stamped and went back.
1: Okay. Because
2: um, I didn't want to not get into the country.
1: Sidebar: uh, This is uh, next week is the flagship uh, legal advice podcast that Anne will be doing yeah. called Scott Law. Yeah. Scott Law.
2: yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. very exciting
1: very, very exciting listen, we're happy I, to announce
0: it's dizzying how the level of just subterfuge
1: and and
0: quick uh, pro quo you guys have to go and to. just
1: like mind numbingly boring ultimately it's like it's just and, like uh, like really we're still dealing with this and it's mm, like it can't just be you would think that, that Americans could
0: get over colonialism it's been 200 think, years and we're doing our own it's share it's of it we call it empiricism I guess exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. We're well, very good at it It's well crazy so you finally are here and legal, legal. which is interesting because you know you committed your lives
1: to each other and that used to be enough for america it right. used to be yeah. enough no,
2: no, no yeah. no more. i'm um, i'm actually on probation for another yeah, year yeah for yeah. Another year. Oh, yeah yeah it's card <laughs> probation. Uh-huh.
1: at which point we're gonna you know hopefully we're at a point in our career where we can have like the big breakup to, to yeah to, to just for intrigue the yeah. conscious uncoupling yeah yeah is that, yeah, yeah that's it, our you band, heard it here first. Yeah, yeah
2: our band is gonna break up mm-hmm. uh, right at its peak okay however At you define the peak yeah, exactly. and then and then we'll take a couple of months off and then start a reunion tour. Yeah, okay yeah,
0: yeah. so that's the best and then you can put out a best of and then like yeah. tour on the new single that's not as good as the rest of them exactly. but still pretty good exactly. we got it all planned out yeah, it's not, so, not bad it's, an arc. it's a whole plan yeah it's you, you, you gotta do the thing yeah. so when did you guys start doing um my name is you as a project
2: uh a couple of years ago a couple of years ago mm-hmm yeah, we, um, we when we played an EP release show for our first release. That was in LA. That was the first, first show we'd we would played together. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. We
1: rehearsed for it quite a bit, but yeah, it we sure did. But it was mm-hmm. the first, we'd we been really, on stage singing together. Oh man, we really overdid it too because the record was like very orchestral and or the EP was like you know there were there was a lot on it and uh, playing the show at the Hotel Cafe. Which does not have like an enormous stage. <laughs> we, I, I wanted to, I wanted every like part covered. And like, I think that was Johnny fair to and Daniel ourselves. both played like, Dan, like we had Daniel play upright. We had Johnny play electric bass. There were we eight had of us Kelly, on stage. yeah, eight people at on, one point. At one point, I think John Wells came over to me and was like, "He's the sound guy at the hotel cafe." Came over to me and when we had Kelly play, and he was like, "We don't have a channel. For, uh, <laughs> this is for the violinists. we don't have a channel for Kelly, for the, the violinist." <laughs> And I was like, "All right, well, uh, we'll just have her stand up there and play. <laughs> and it'll, it'll be fine." So Kelly, oh, Kelly played on the side of the stage, like to I, maybe she played into a vocal mic or something, like when her part was like necessary. Yeah. But. So well, you've
0: got like this whimsy his, hipster version oh, of Parliament. Oh man, yeah,
1: yeah to totally, I love it. totally, also, so unnecessary, but it was fun. Also,
2: my name is you does not have a Wikipedia page. If uh-huh. any listeners know how to create us one, please, <laughs> yeah. please contact us through I can't Jake out. Newton. Yeah. but because you can't create <laughs> your own page because they're going to delete it straight away. Yeah, but. But what I'm uh, looking forward to when we do, if we, when we do have a page is to have a list of former band members. (laughs) Oh yeah. Because by now we've got about 20 people who just play with us when, uh, when Mm. we book a show, we see who's available Mm. and someone's out of town. So we grab someone else and
0: it's going to read like a phone book.
2: Yeah. And then I'm going to link all of them as well to in parentheses, you know, you can say who they've played with. Uh And I feel like by then we've basically covered the whole of the modern day music industry. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's how we'll be notable yeah, through three degrees of separation, at least. Yeah, that's yeah important, absolutely. Important notability is really important to Wikipedia. <laughs> so that's how
1: we're going to do that. It, um, you know, we so we yeah. So that was sort of like the inception. Like we we just did this batch of songs. We hadn't really played live, but we like made the CP. And so for the first little while, anytime we'd play shows in LA, it was it was that it was like we'd get this collective together, and we still do that now. But it wasn't really until we started touring. Um and had to figure it out as a duo where, you know, I was like looping some things and Anne had a couple of keyboards. Mm -hmm. And but even just from a standpoint of like you really became a front man, front front lady, front woman When we got had to get out and figure out how to do it as a duo and like you know, uh, just what it means to fill up the space and to, like, be responsible for a show when it's so kind of stripped down and raw like Mm -hmm.
2: that. Yeah, this is the first project either of us have ever front-personed.
1: I've always been the guy behind the guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: And I've been the girl behind that guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so this was,
1: yeah, this was, like, the first time we kind of had to get, you know, figure out how to... How did um, it
0: feel the transition going from that?
1: You know what? I, I think it's the kind of the thing that you only learn by doing, and so mm-hmm. we had, thankfully, had the you know opportunity. We were out, we were out both playing with Josh and then opening for him at for, Joshua
2: Radio. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Just say you should just anytime we mention someone, you should say their the Instagram, Instagram their Twitter yeah. handle. Yeah. Um, uh, we the first tour that we did was with him in the states, and then we went and did some touring with him over in Europe. But it was like just the. Getting out and, and that's a whole thing in and of itself too, doing the like opening and then like uh, and then like resetting and then playing again with him. We're back. Know, like, yeah. yeah. Hey. I think
2: as well from being on stage with behind the front person for so many years, it's easy to get critical of how someone um, talks to kind of themselves, kind of the audience while they're retuning or something. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you're the person who has to fill that space. Yeah. And you realize it's not—it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. And it's also—I have it, said some really stupid things that <laughs> I immediately regret <laughs> and wish I'd thought through some more, but just and, in the moment. And mm-hmm. a lot of
1: times too, because it's also not just like one person. There's two of us, so like I would say something, and like the, that that night or the next day, and would be like, "Don't do the bit about me having a, like me having to do an American accent." And I'd be like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do that. I promise, I won't do that." And then like I'd be like like two songs in it and I'd be like, so Anne does like a really great American <laughs> accent. And, and then once I do that, you like have to do it. Otherwise yeah. you're the like the old lame. curmudgeon that like won't play along. Mm-hmm. And so there was a bit of like, you know, Oh, growing uh, growing pain, so sort of. Sure, sure. It's an
0: open mic, and and yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But I did, um, we did come back from doing a you know a couple months of touring, and like the you know people who had seen us before in L. A. Like it it was noticeable. Yeah, I did comment that. on that when I saw you. Yeah, guys. it was like, it oh, was Anne's palpable, really, you, you know, because. and Anne's really come into herself as a as you know, mm-hmm. even yeah. just from like Thank a way you. we perform. Yeah, even just like from like not even just the like the the banter aspect, but even just the like commanding it when we like we're playing a song yeah the fir- i mean know? the first
2: uh, ep release show is the first show <laughs> i played in a few years. was yeah. the first <laughs> time right. I'd ever yeah. front person,, yeah. and yeah. it was like basically just holding on for dear life, you know <laughs> yeah. so it it had to go up from there, I yeah, think. yeah. Mm-hmm. it
1: could only go up or we wouldn't, wouldn't be sitting here, yeah, <laughs> okay. it's
0: a very interesting thing to be a front person versus a side guy, and you totally it, yeah when you're when you're a side guy you 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 your obligations are you know play all the right notes at the right time, but right. then also you know be a little into it here and there. But, Absolutely, yeah. Commanding the ship and d- doing this thing. Have you guys ever read that book by Malcolm Gladwell called Blink? If, I actually am
2: um, a chapter in.
0: Yeah, it's really really good. But, I love his stuff. But yeah. I
2: haven't got through that one yet. I, I
1: um I was also gonna say um because I knew that uh I, I think in your David Hodges interview you asked people to email you book references. Yeah, and I figured I wouldn't email you because I was gonna see you yeah. today anyway. So um yeah uh I, Anne actually is like the more literally, lit, literally, literarily versed one of the two of
2: us. Yeah, yep. I figured she
1: could probably... All right, so spoil the ending photo.
0: Oh, oh please it's, it's not. It's, it, essentially, I'm just talking about the whole ethos of okay. the book is that people are able to, um, just through thousands and thousands of years of society and millions of years of, well, however you think about that. But million, uh, uh, <laughs> Christian school science. <laughs> Christian school science. <laughs> new earth, earth new earth. earth. Um, but people old. are able to synthesize, essentially, um, uh, and through these small um basal ganglial things are able to yeah. kind of figure out oh he's a leader, he's not, right, he's right. alpha, he's beta. We can actually, you know, put things that and something about being a front guy, you know, whether you are Moody and Tom Yorkie or mm. Adam Leviney, Shake Your Ass kind of a sure, thing. Sure. People are able to figure out, oh, he's leading us and this is what we're supposed to do. And being able to sit in that power and take that power is okay. something weird and it's almost psychological. Well, almost yeah, psychological. yeah. it's yeah. entirely psychological and has nothing to do with the music. Right. I mean it just does yeah, it right. just doesn't. Yeah. You know,
1: it's music's just the conduit that uh-huh. like that, the person like... Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if we sit and analyze it, you know, too much, which is kind of my forte. Sure. Um, it, you can actually... Uh, it's, a psych- it's a psychotic thing to do. Yeah. To, to stand up in front of a room full of people. Oh, and it's like, insane. Come with me. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I wrote this in my underwear, you know, right. and uh, you all have to experience it now. <laughs> Look at me. Look at yeah, me. You've like, all paid to experience exactly. this. Exactly. But yeah. it, uh, it's, so it's this weird kind of... Uh, Cognitive. Um, yeah. Everybody sort of gathers together for a, a brief moment of insanity. Hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: But uh, so that's that's an interesting. And thank God. Yeah. And thank, thank God, God that they do. Yeah, because uh, our don't lives, ever stop. Don't ever be miserable. Yeah. We have to escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we need,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You have to outrun the reaper. So you guys, <laughs> so you guys started doing that tour with uh, Raiden. Are you still kind of off and on with him when he's 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 in a writing yeah, cycle? Yeah, right yeah, now. He's, yeah, he's
2: uh, yeah he's back to making he's, a new record. He,
1: uh, Raiden is in retrograde. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, yeah,
2: he took us out on two tours where we played in his band and opened for him, mm-hmm. which is just about the ideal situation for a new band. Right. Right. Yeah, to gain an audience and then also like cement it by after your set we go and play with him uh huh oh it's the guys from earlier mm-hmm. and now they're gonna remember us a bit more I've been touring with him for some really sweet fans
1: about four or five years now previous to that I was um touring inside Manning and, and doing a little bit of producing with Greg with with Greg Laswell mm-hmm. um and well who was that that was actually sort of my like into this entire entire world we met in San Diego and we mm-hmm. were playing right around the time he got a record deal and um, but yeah, we are still we still do stuff with Josh. He's got a few um, kind of one-offs over the next few months. It's actually great timing, because we're knee-deep into it. Well, we're much further than knee-deep into a new record. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this little break has been good. We, um, Anne wrote a bunch while we were on, I was out with Josh last fall, mm-hmm. and Anne wrote a bunch, and then we kind of got together um, when I got back, and a, put a batch of songs together mm-hmm. and we're in the
2: industry. They call it a record. Yeah. It,
1: uh, it, you know, a traditionally record. it's a been known as a record. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, um, we're, we're pretty far along. It's, it's yeah. coming together. I'm, I'm sort of like, uh, I'm also enjoy hearing you speak about, um, stuff at the beginning of your, of your show because I'm, I'm like so knee deep in the, uh, editing phase yeah. right now where, yeah. where, and, and just even the, like, like, Oh, oh yeah, I gotta I gotta research this like this synth or this pl- or or choose this like keyboard sound because mm-hmm. that's gonna be like so imperative to the process. When really it's just like no, you're just procrastinating, yeah. and you need to just like. Get oh, your right. ass in gear. Yeah, and there's a weird work. thing
0: about about legitimizing yourself through the purchase of something. Sure. Yeah. You, sure. Have, you have to say like, well, now I can really make the record because yeah. I've spent you know four hundred dollars on this thing that is soft good. sense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. got to show up like never. Right. It's 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 kind of bizarre because uh, what I'm what we're sitting with right now mm. is. Light years more than the Beatles had. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's light years oh, yeah. more than the Stones had. It's like any right. of our uh, titans of our industry, so to speak, right. that are you know the mythological beings that you know inhabit modern music right. had a guitar. Yeah, and but caveat, fuck tons of time. Absolutely, like buckets of time.
1: And and some like uh, and you know also some money behind. A, the and eventually industry. and eventually yeah like an, a, a you know company that like pay for uh, studio yeah. time full of like. Engineers who like their job, they wore a white coat and yeah. were like a tape technician yeah. or tape yeah. op or whatever. And their job and just was to the...
0: invent new things. Exactly. Which
1: yeah, we're it. we're kind of yeah. We're, it's it's amazing. Like we're totally that that whole yeah. thing is done. Like, Can you the... imagine
0: how shitty Sergeant Pepper would have been
1: if
2: oh,
0: Paul man. had
1: to play church gigs? Oh weekend. man, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to oh, make, Just to make money. <laughs> just, to, just yeah, just to just keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. It's crazy. It's it's incredible. It's I mean it's one of these things that I feel like um, has been has been talked about now enough but like you know it's incredible the amount of technology that we have even like an ipod i think had more Mm -hmm. uh something about more uh, memory or something than like the first space shuttle that went to the moon yeah like it's insane Mm -hmm. what we can do um but also now i think the like the real sort of like guiding force is decision making Mm -hmm. and like because you have infinity like or infinite options mm-hmm. and so like now it's like it goes to the people that like can actually that's like turn right. stuff out and like you that's know make decisions that's why I advocate for Grouchy,
2: and... <laughs> <laughs> just making choices is like now <laughs> become
1: uh, almost a um, mm-hmm. that's know... actually
2: that's what I, I feel when I look at logical Pro Tools and Brian is asking for my thoughts on this or that mm-hmm. I'll be like I stopped I'll go. I'll go yeah. just pick one just pick one of just, them yeah those just, were all great the last ten options were great pick yeah. one
0: two roads diverge a yellow wood and then you picked one and then I'm you like- picked one and soon you die yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eventually we'll shuffle off this mortal coil <laughs> let's get this bigger done That's, it's, yeah. I often compare it to uh, like being one of those Vegas style buffets where sure. it's just I mean I lobster and steaks they're great yeah. they're great uh, for, for what they are or uh, another thing I do is like the Oklahoma land grab in the 1800s uh-huh. how I love they would land all- grabs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they would all line up their uh, line up their wagons and they'd, you know, fire off a gun and then they would all just tear off into the wilderness. Right. Not knowing where they were going, but they just knew like wherever they set yeah, down yeah, their yeah, stakes, quick, that get it was up, yeah, quick. That that. So you yeah, just, yeah. so instead of that you know, like that compared to saying, you know, like meeting right. a realtor in, you know, eighteen hundreds, Baltimore and going, like, oh, this seems like a nice little garret, I'll just live right. here. You know? Yeah. It's and so yeah, being able to funnel that and 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 dis- the decision-making process, mm. and to and to stand behind it, and not, not let those seeds of doubt eat at the
1: moorings. Absolutely. Of, and be like,
0: what if I? What, I mean, what if I'm not? This is, not sure. feel current. I mean, this feels. uh I mean, yeah. I thought
1: David David Hodges said it really well when he said, "I, I believe in quantity and quality." And yeah. it's like you know you yeah every, like you you need to like you need to get stuff done quick. And there are certain producers in town who work like really fast. Mm-hmm. And. I don't. I, I admire the, the the qualities about them that can like get stuff done like almost in, you know like in less than a day. They can have this like beautiful track produced. Yeah. But then also I you know there are also friends of ours who labor over things for for years and years. Mm-hmm. And I think like I I I think I'm always like trying to just, like uh, you know find the middle ground in that because I I don't want to rush something and then like always be thinking about mm-hmm. you know the thing that I missed in like the editing or mixing process yeah. or like but also not like you know being at it for so long that it mm-hmm. like doesn't feel current or doesn't feel like relevant anymore yeah um john titterington the other day said he was at, like at John, at john, titterington. john titterington. <laughs> we were J-I-R-A-N. also joking because our friend buddy not not uh, a guy not just a buddy but um a guy called buddy who mm. i think is buddy at buddy sounds buddy okay. sounds okay. we'll have this in the show notes we'll, we'll add all <laughs> the proper uh, instagram handles to the show notes but um uh they buddy's now putting out a record that um i i, did, I played on a song or two of uh and it was from i mean they made it like almost a year or two ago yeah. and john we were we were at a friend's birthday party and john was just like i'm i'm convinced that if you can remember making the record it's too soon to put it out <laughs> <laughs> um which is kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> you can remember making yeah. it yeah no, it's not, like, not time to put that. It when was that?
0: Two thousand eight? Eight? Nine? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We were so young back then. <laughs> oh, we were different people. Yeah, every record should yeah. feel like a photo album. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. from years like, and years
1: hence. Oh yeah, this old oh, thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where'd that shirt go? Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: man, that's that's how I that's honestly the way I catalogue my life. is. Yeah. and like, oh
0: yeah, that jacket. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that was that was left in the hotel room yeah. in Boise. Yeah,
0: see, it's... I do it in the haircuts, man. I yeah, haircuts, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I change my identity totally like every two or three years. Just, yep, you know, it's not necessarily because you know restlessness. It's just you know. Self hatred turned inward. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I just shaved off, of, I think, the biggest beard that I had had to date. That was pretty days serious ago. Yeah. We yeah. went, yeah, we went was... on
2: a hike with a bunch of friends. And it was a really hot day, and he came straight home and shaved off his beard. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, this isn't appropriate for Los Angeles. And then it got
1: cold, and I wish I had a beard. Like last night, I wish I had a beard. Your chin yeah. was cold. Yeah. 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 I just started growing a beard. This is the, the biggest beard that I've ever
0: had. I was thoroughly well, convinced that I would never be able to have it. And it, and still, it does kind of have like a Brillo patty, kind of like, like a bad makeup artist. Artist put it on sure. for a movie of the week kind of a thing. Like this is my drug are you shooting movie gear. of the week. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I like it, it, it's drugs are bad, Cindy. That's what.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually have the titular line. I walk in like you know, like living in my own filth, and I go, yeah. "Drugs are bad, Cindy. Drugs are bad. Drugs are so bad, Cindy." Okay. Dude, you nailed it. I yeah. can see why they hired you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, you yeah. got the gig. I got the. I received gig. Gig <laughs> <laughs> received. Gig received. So this record, in the midst of what you guys are doing. um Are you working out like satellite things, some stuff at home, programming, and then jumping out to other places? And
1: yeah, so we um, we sort of uh, one day I think we'll make a record where we just like get a batch of songs and rehearse a band and do it live. But also, our stuff isn't like necessarily that anyway mm-hmm. um you know there's a there's a uh, a bit of production and, and programming under the hood
2: on the last record too and on this record i wrote some string quartet things yeah. and mm-hmm. so we were putting it all together but we tried most of it at brandon's studio um and then we did drums
1: yeah so we go to clay blair's at place Cl- for drums at clay blair. At clay, uh, i think it's bronco Broncos. blair at bronco, bronco, bronco blair. blair at bronco blair yeah. again like show notes will have mm-hmm. all the correct yeah um handles uh um yeah we so we do the drums at clays um we we uh this time for the first time uh our friend sarab uh who plays in not harper balloon anymore but at moscow, moscow roscoe. roscoe at moscow roscoe um is gonna program a song uh, or, or we should hear it in the next day or two he um we approached him about programming for a song so um mm. we have so many talented friends like yeah. amongst this group of folks um my friend john comes in and uh, curvoza at he doesn't i don't think he's on instagram um mm. A cellist, a great it. cellist. It. Um came in and we stacked, you know, a uh, uh, some string section stuff in and wrote and um and then, you know, we, we just sort of kind of piece it together and I, I end up being the um I end up being the uh chef that just sort mm-hmm. of stands over the soup with a mm-hmm. with a big uh spoon and just sort of like stir it until it's Yeah. Little yeah, and yeah, yeah. And then it you know. Mm. eventually ends up uh, as a record do you guys have a timeline that you want to get it done or is it that?
2: um our timeline is as soon as possible as soon as possible yeah. but not too fast we, um, uh-huh. no we uh we, we're still doing some other gigs um because mm-hmm. there ain't no one throwing any money at us so we gotta, <laughs> we gotta work for it but um we are uh, so we're going to san diego this weekend for another gig and then when we come back we get into it again yeah um, and so i think a few weeks is realistic
1: yeah i think um we're we have almost everything tracked um so i think probably in the next couple of weeks will be done in the like sort of everything's edited and everything's like sort of there in its place and then it's just like you know the the process of like what can we what what Do we get rid of some, like, for the song to sort of... Because I I tend to over-record. This is actually the process on the EP and a little bit of the first record that we did, which is called The Fortunate Ones, and would, like, have this, like, basic... Have like an idea of the song in uh, at Garage Band, uh, which I think is its Instagram handle yeah. yeah. at Cupertino, and yeah, <laughs> and I would I would get my hands on it and just like throw like everything mm. in the kitchen sink yeah. at it, like from like you know several guitar parts to other key things and uh, all sorts of things. I would throw it, throw it at it, and then the process was like she we would just sort of like strip stuff away, and then I'd throw more stuff at it, and we'd strip it away and strip it, and then it sort of just ends up. When it's finally sort of in its right place, it's it's a song. Um,
2: Brandon's always been the session guy who throws a lot of stuff at someone's <laughs> track, mm-hmm. and so it's interesting that now he's also editing. Now it. I'm the one
1: that has to, yeah, oh yeah. And Actually, another
2: realizing another, <laughs> that side of things. Another
1: buddy, Dan Romer at Dan Romer, um, mm-hmm. who you've had on here, um, was, uh, um, he was he was we were we had a conversation the other week where he said he was like he had this great idea where he was like I think everyone who uh tra- and i think he meant it more as a ba- like for bands but i think it could probably apply to studio guys too cuz we'd make different decisions but he's like i think everyone who uh tracks part should have to edit their own edit their own playing <laughs> because it would make people think differently about like you know the tra- he was talking about uh, like a so he there was like someone who'd done like a, like 20 tracks of piano and mm-hmm. then like uh, and then dan made him do that he was like all right you find the part that you want he's <laughs> like oh yeah none of these yeah like oh man like it just it would it would make like you you know you would not you know, would not throw the kitchen sink at it if yeah. you had to edit it all. Mm-hmm. But I've been doing that now for a little while and I, I don't mind it so much. There are days when I like really feel like i mean i'm just like out to sea mm-hmm. which is a lyric off this new record yeah. hey um i'm just kidding sorry <laughs> yeah, it's this really it's one of our lyrics you mm-hmm. can you know, kind of no, yeah. live by to call myself no we were like there are days when i just you know i forget what a snare drum sounds like or yeah. I, I i i'm just spent like an entire day getting mm-hmm. this like piano thing kind of yeah. where I want it, and it
2: just side note my family in Scotland thinks it's really cute to quote our lyrics at us yeah oh yeah um, they can't get enough of that can't get enough of it like um, and then like nudge nudge oh, do, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. do you get it to get it yeah, yeah right, right I've got yeah. some teenage niece and nephews in Scotland James Hannah and Ben who always do that mm. um,
1: like would you Auntie Anne? would you say would you say we're the fortunate ones for, <laughs> for, uh, for having such a good dinner? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, they say <laughs> yeah. all kinds of things. But, oh, that's, that's um, they
2: adorable. think it's hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: cool. So, uh, soon as, as soon as possible. soon as possible. I
1: think realistically, um, we'll be mixing it in like three
0: weeks. Couple okay, A couple you weeks. April. And you're going to bring some in or are you guys going to like sit down and just have your mixing sessions?
1: Well, up? so at the, la- the last record that we did, um, we'd done about half of it with Brad Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our buddy Brad Gordon, who's at Brad Gordon. At Brad Gordon. Um, who's brilliant. At the. At, at the, the Brad, Brad Gordon. Gordon. Ah, there it is. Um <sighs> Glad we got that. (laughs) Did not want to confuse. You know, some guy who's got the at Brad Gordon handle gets like a bunch of. I actually get, so on Twitter, I'm at B Walters. Uh huh. And so a lot of people write me thinking they're writing Barbara Walters. Really? I get a lot of Twitter, (laughs) Twitter, uh, Traffic for people who think that I'm Barbara Walters. Hey man,
0: well you know if they're in the snare, you might as well kill them, right? Yeah
1: the
2: man, it's usually insults though. Yeah. Anyway, what Brad, was, yeah.
1: Brad had done about uh, half the songs because uh, we took two from the EP which he had mixed, and then uh, he mixed uh, a couple other songs on that record. But I ended up because we we're going on tour and we needed to have the record out because you got to have some to pawn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know if you're going out on the road, you, you know that's uh, the records are a way of uh, you know another source of income. Obviously, Eating, yeah, yeah, and and so we needed to get this record done and i approached a, a bunch of friends of ours who mix and and was like genuinely like looking to pay someone to mix it and like no one was available no and one could so get it done i just rented some space at a better uh, you know a better treated room mm-hmm. i just got a, a little studio and just mixed half the record and yeah. just did it and i hated it but mostly because it was like thrust upon you me. You hated yeah. the process. I hated the pro- the, pro- the process. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, mostly because it was last minute and I had to do it. Uh-huh. Um, but now, kind of staring down like the barrel of the beat or staring down like the wave, the, like the, the, you know, the mountain, the maverick of, uh-huh. like, of the wave of doing it, I kind of want to do it. So... Um, I might take the money that I would that we would spend on mixing it and just invest it in like soundproofing our room a little bit better, or in a, in a couple of like, yeah. or you know, like I, I have I have a UAD uh, PCI card, but it's not like the the big daddy. Yeah, so I might like upgrade that um, with the money that we would mm-hmm. have it mixed, or maybe a piece of outboard gear or something, mm-hmm. and just use that as an excuse to do it. Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, I, but prob- most likely that's what's going to yeah. happen. It's an
0: enormous. Uh, it's an enormous mountain to climb to figure out where, where
1: you uh,
0: allocate things. I mean, there's yeah. uh, so many, uh, because in in this culture of DIY, sure. you, know, you, you can do everything yourself. That's yeah. great. Bad thing, you have to do everything yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've gotten, I've bought books on marketing. Sure. I've bought books yeah. on I mean, like, things that I have no business doing. Right, right, right. You know, every, this is all trying to avoid speaking to someone. Yeah. In a, with a conversation and trying to get something from them without coming off as an asshole. Absolutely. You know, if I was, Absolutely. if I was able to somehow, you know, kill my conscience <laughs> I would be so much further in my career. Sure. Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all that all. all that to say it's you know, to to draw a line in the sand at certain points and kinda of say, Okay, I, I this is something I just I can't do. Yeah. But mixing is one of those things where you kinda of go like, Well, I know what I'd like to hear. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Why don't I just dial this in?
1: I, I've sort of suspended actually reading uh, fiction for a while, and my kindle uh, is loaded with like mixing books uh. and like i 've been like s- like scouring you know you- doing the same thing like uh. just you know scouring just about any any blog or or oh, YouTube, youtube university series. yeah youtube I, I, university I uh pensado 's place has like a lot of great stuff mm-hmm. um, there there 's so much information out there you can literally learn how to do anything now mm-hmm. that you like could ever really want to do mm-hmm. but um uh, but then, then it comes down to sitting down and doing it, yeah, and making the decisions and like. But I think a big, a big part of the mix process is just referencing it with, you know, continually referencing it with things that you know that you like yeah. and like knowing what a room sounds like and knowing your set of limitations. Like Brad is amazing. Brad Gordon at the Brad Gordon is amazing mm-hmm. because his room by all it's an, it's a fantastic little like works elves workshop yeah. for like anything you could want, like an oral or oral Aral with an A and, yeah. workshop because it's just, it's like the walls are, packed with instruments mm-hmm. but it's not an environment where like a, a proper mix would be like well this isn't like acoustically treated mm-hmm. in the right way i mean it's padded so that you don't hear anything outside mm-hmm. of the room but it's it's a tiny odd shaped room and there's not like the right like there's ceiling instruments thing. on every space yeah them. and so it's not like it's certainly by no means is it like a this is a mixed room, mm-hmm. but he knows what the room sounds like, yeah. which is more valuable than like having the top quality stuff or mm-hmm. like, or having a great thing. It's just that you know your room. It's and results you know. driven. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: habeas corpus. Show us the body. Let's see yeah, actually what absolutely. actually happens. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that way.
1: And so, yeah. So knowing, knowing your, your space and knowing its limitations and knowing how to like counteract those with mm-hmm. like, you know, with a- actual like real world results. He, I mean, it even in the last couple of years his mixes have just gotten so good and like um and i I don't think it was something he set out to do it's just the nature of the beast like if he's producing something he is now mixing it too because Mm -hmm. you're you're, people you're doing more for less essentially these days yeah so you know and and that's what i found on the road too like i i became an aux guy because i was just a guitar player and just backing up greg and 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 then like i was touring with josh and our piano player like wasn't going to do a tour and so i was like well, I I got that. So I like I picked up a keys rig and then like, you know, and then that soon became like 20 other th- like now like the last like big run that we did with Josh, I I think I had i had more inputs than our drummer. I had like 13 I was basically surrounded by a world Jeez. of stuff and it was like buzzing like a street light. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, and thankfully we had tax on that tour, so I wasn't like pulling a, even pulling out a guitar really, which um, oh, you know. That was I've done everything from the like you know the like we're in a rental car that I like i'm even like having to pay to get out of an impound like out of my own pocket because <laughs> we parked in a bad spot Then night before in new york city to now like doing a lot of like bus touring which is mm-hmm. like great so but i certainly have been like through my fair share of mm-hmm. the like like really bleak dark like doing everything yourself but um it, so, it was certainly nice to, to bring all that out, but not have to, like, touch it until sound check was, right. like, really a point oh. of pride. That's
2: how, what made it possible. But, yeah. but
1: it's, it was, I mean, it was, like, everything in the kitchen sink, and mm. um, it was pretty crazy. Oh, man.
0: So, that's, uh, it's good to actually have that arc, and to be able to yeah. do that. And then every now and then, you dip back into the old kind of totally. gig, and you go, like, oh, man, remember remember oh, these days? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, oh, wait, there's no green room. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Cool, all right. Yep.
1: So I'm just gonna stand here with all my gear and wait till it's time for me to play. Yeah. We, uh, we just played a set and we packed everything up, and now we're gonna drive through the night to play that uh, really terrible morning thing yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> but we're affil- gonna be
0: thankful to do it, and, and we're the, gonna. The local affiliate in Indiana is waiting for us. Yeah, yeah.
1: gotta get, gotta, gotta make them donuts. Mm-hmm. Well, cool guys. I want to thank you guys for coming in, it dude. Was, yeah, this is amazing, man. Anytime. Um, I
2: like donuts.
1: And like donuts, so we're gonna go get some donuts. You gonna get some donuts? There's, yeah. You know what you should do? do you get a good donut. Right? In Eagle
0: Rock here on uh, on Colorado Boulevard, there's a guy that's doing the cronuts. Whoa. Oh, I've not had one yet. Yeah, yeah
2: I heard that. What are cronuts? Croissant I've donut. Croissant donut. Mm-hmm. It's a common, Whoa. Yes. Yeah, Mind
1: blown. Bend ya. Uh oh. Paradigm shifted. Where have mm. you been? That's gonna be the title of the new record. Yeah. Cronut. Cronut. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: It's not, it kind of sounds like Cro Magnon man, but yeah, yeah, yeah. In fried donut form. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I was, I was yeah that, that's that, dog won't hunt as they say <laughs> alright awesome guys thanks. dude thank you so much man you got it man All right.
0: so what'd you think of that guys some of you may know them some of you might have heard of them some of you have no idea who they are but now you do and I think that they're a lovely couple, they're a lovely group of people, and I think it's phenomenal that they're able to make music together. I don't understand how married couples are able to do that. Joint ventures together without there being a weird power struggle thing, without, but they do it beautifully and without a hitch, and at least any hitch that I know of. I would have gotten into more of like how the dynamic works, but you know what? We can all infer that they do it and they do it well. And I'm not mori Povich. I'm not going to delve into people's personal lives. I don't do that stuff here. I just talk about the creative shtick. Okay? Guys, continue to spread the word about the show. I truly do appreciate everything that you guys do to help spread the word about this. Because to be perfectly honest, word of mouth is the only way that this stuff actually spreads. The only true way. The only way that it sticks. So, thank you for doing it. All right. Go to jakenewton.com for any CDs, t-shirts, merchandise that you would like to get. Go to sharkbrainpodcast.com and you can listen to any and all of our episodes. It's an exciting time to be alive. You've got more technology in your pocket than NASA had for most of the Apollo missions. So, enjoy it. Live it up. But, also pull your face out of your phone. That's my little wisdom for this week. Other than that, love your friends. Be well.